man, I just wrote $2 million in coverage on a 20-year-old girl just a couple weeks ago, right? I mean, there's not a, the sooner the better, okay? I mean, at a young age, yeah, you don't need a ton of extra death benefit if you don't have, when I say a young age, if you don't have kids, if you don't have a mortgage, if you don't have debt, things like that. Um, but the rate, you know, everything is the best at that time to get, right? Because Absolutely. even if you wait three or four, five, six years, whatever it is, All right, what's up, guys? We are on episode 15 of Yellow Colored Glasses. Uh, thanks for watching. And I want to start out with um, a client shout-out that left us a review. And Justin H. said, If you want an agent who answers the phone and gets back to you fast, this is your group. Very professional and very knowledgeable. Uh, I would highly recommend them to anyone. So thanks, Justin. We appreciate the review. Um, if you're a customer of ours and you haven't left us a Google review, those help out a ton, um, so we appreciate all those. Um, we are going to cover life insurance today. Okay, That's so right. we've we've done a lot of podcasts where we've brought guests on. We we did one a few weeks ago where we talked about insurance rates and we kind of reviewed the market and, and just to kind of educate everybody on on the auto and home <coughs> side of things. And so today we want to just talk about life insurance, and we're going to really start basic. We're going to talk about. Uh, the different kinds of life insurance, the basic need, the foundational, the reasons why you need it. And we'll just kind of get into it. And we're going to do some more on these as we go mm -hmm. to kind of build on each other. Um, so the whole key and the whole reason we're doing this is to explain and hopefully show you all why you need it and why you need some sort of life insurance in your financial plan. So uh, from that, Jake, the first thing I have written down here um, to talk about is just the basic need for life insurance. Okay, at the foundational level, mm -hmm. why does anybody, whether they're young, old, uh, wealthy, not very wealthy, why does anybody need life insurance at, at all? Um, well, it's, it's as simple as you're protecting one of the biggest assets, right? I mean, we have all, everybody insures their vehicles, their houses, their, you know, their toys. Um, why do you insure those, right? Yeah. That's the question is, why do you insure those? Well, I insure those because if something happens, I want to make sure that they're replaced, right? Easiest, easiest way to look at that is you have life insurance to replace that person's, typically their income, right? That's going to be your first, the first box you check. You're going to check, you're going to check that box to make sure that if something happens, you don't buy life insurance to make somebody rich or make a family rich. You buy life insurance to keep that retirement account or retirement plan that that entire plan that they have built out you know enforced there right because if you have a retirement plan one part of the plan falls out everything collapses right so you you have life insurance to come in put a place back in where it's like okay no you're good you're secure secure um and again that's a big time from a financial income standpoint so for sure and there's so many layers to unpack with life insurance like it's not just one one size mm -hmm. fits all one simple one simple thing, but like what you said there and what you've always, the, the phrase I've always heard heard you talk about and the one that we preach constantly is whenever you're looking at your finances, whenever you're looking at everything across the board with, with where you are now, with retirement, with where you want to be, there is no financial plan Correct. without some sort of life insurance. Correct. They're just, it's, it doesn't matter what you're, I mean, because everybody, I mean, we know, we talk to people who have totally different mindsets with 
everything, right? It does not matter what your mindset is. Like, in my opinion, and I think you would agree, every there's every single scenario, every single mindset needs some sort of different types of life insurance. Absolutely. Real, realistically. Um, and if, and if, if, if there's somebody out there that says, no, I absolutely do not, I'm 100% self-insured or whatever it is, okay, that's great. Well, then guess what? What is the best way to transition that wealth from one generation to the next, right? If they're self-insured, that's great. You, you've, done, you've done that, you know, you've done that at a, at, a, at a very high level. Okay, wonderful. How are you gonna transition that, you know, that wealth to, you know, to your, your kids, your grandkids, things like that? Sure. And just to kind of elaborate on that, the self-insured thing that you just mentioned, that's going to be something we talk about here, you know, later on with Mm -hmm. this, um, because that's, that's the self-insured. And what that means, guys, is self-insured means if if you were to lose your life that in in your opinion or in in your financial plan, that you have enough assets or have enough um, income coming in from other place, cash flow to where your family or whoever would, you know, that life insurance would be, they would no longer need it. Correct. And that's part of a strategy. And we're going to talk about different strategies and mindsets and all yeah. the different things that we hear um, on life insurance and what you should and shouldn't do. And that's part of it that we're going to touch on really here in, here in just a few minutes. Um, so next question. We talked about the basic need for life insurance. What, what age should you get life insurance? Man, I just wrote $2 million in coverage on a... 20 year old girl just a couple weeks ago right I mean there's not a the sooner the better okay I mean at a young age yeah you don't need a ton of extra death benefit if you don't have when I say a young age if you don't have kids if you don't have a mortgage if you don't have debt things like that um, but the rate you know everything is the best at that time to get right because Absolutely. even if you wait three or four or five six years whatever it is one there's a lot of things that can happen variables wise right i mean you can get something that makes you ineligible for life insurance that's a big deal um or maybe you don't get that elite best rating that you possibly you know could have gotten originally because you waited three to four years and now you're paying an extra 50 bucks a month which is an extra 600 bucks a year you know which over 10 years is what an extra what 6k uh, over 10 years yeah right? it's a lot more so it ends <laughs> up adding up very quickly um so sooner the better um and then like i always say as well like really a younger person actually needs more life insurance than an older person right because why because again at the very beginning what do you have you have more debt than someone in their 40s or 50s ideally right it's not always the case but you got you just bought a brand new home right for a, a normal you know, person, let's say they go out and buy a brand new house. They're 30 years into that house right off the bat. 30 years in debt in the, on that house right off the bat. They got student loan. They got a brand new car. And guess what? They just had a little one, right? What's happening there? That little one is going to be, rep- you know, relying on them for the next at least 20 to 25 years, right? From a financial standpoint. Um, so guess what? That's why you need more life insurance than, let's say, somebody who's 50 years old and they don't have any kids in their house and they only have like five years left on their home, right, on a mortgage. Or maybe they got all their other debts paid off and um, they just needed to get, you know, to make sure their income is taken care of until they get to retirement, right? So that's why at a young age, there's never really a time where it's too early to get life mm-hmm. insurance. Like as soon as you are eligible to get it, which to get a good amount, you've got to be 18, um, get it. 
Yeah, to, to, you got to be 18 to own your own policy. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yep. No, a lot of really, really good things in there. And the thing is, too, and we're going to talk about the types of life insurance, but you kind of you kind of mentioned something in there, which was talking about the self-insured or why somebody that's older maybe doesn't need need the life insurance mm-hmm. for somebody who's 20, 25, whatever. The other thing is, and this happens, I mean, this has happened twice in the last month for us, is we've written folks who are our age, and they had something that they were diagnosed with two right. years ago. Yeah. That's made their rates, if they get approved, mm-hmm. all right, if they get approved, it's made their rates double, mm-hmm. all right? And these are folks who want a lot of life insurance. They need a lot of life insurance. Mm-hmm. They, they're, they're newly married. They have kids. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important time, just like Jake was saying, that's when you need the most life insurance. Yeah. That's when you need the most death benefit to cover your family from just from that aspect. Not talking about generational wealth and passing no. stuff on. From a death benefit standpoint, the coverage that you need for your wife or for your your husband or your kids to not, you know, maybe your wife doesn't want to go to work for the next six months right. after she just lost you. Yep. Right? Like she should have she should have that ability. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is we don't preach or teach or push anything that we don't believe in and have ourselves. Correct. That's a very, very important thing to, to yeah. the first the first day that we were able to, to write insurance when we opened this office we wrote policies on all four of us yep and not only that we we increased all of our coverages as well right i mean because we've been having we've of course all both of us i mean you were in life insurance about the same time i got into life Mm -hmm. insurance right so i mean we both had coverages back in early 20s right absolutely Um, and that's one thing as well that really kind of got me um you had a little bit different um road there but on my side like I kept, I was like, one thing, okay, I gotta start selling, I'm gonna, I'm starting to, you know, write life insurance and sell life insurance. Well, I gotta be what you just said. You gotta, I gotta, I can't sell a life policy without owning it myself. Mm-hmm. I can't tell somebody to do something that I'm not currently doing myself, right? So I got myself a life insurance policy. I think it's great, super cheap, everything's wonderful. Then I started quoting other people in their 30s, their 40s, or 50s, and I started seeing their rates. I'm like, God, that's a terrible rate. You know, I'm paying this much long story short that made me want to buy life insurance at a young age because literally of the cost of it so the younger you get right or the younger you are the lower the lower it's going to be okay mm-hmm. and to, to take a step back on that like it's not like life insurance when you're in your 30s or 40s is just crazy expensive right mm-hmm. it's just the younger you can get it the more I mean, the more you're going to get, and, and and the longer you wait, the the more you're increasing your chances of having Correct. something. And you're going to have to get it at some point in time. So get it at a young age. Not check that box. Pay less than someone who waits ten years ago when you could have gotten the same dang thing, you know, ten years ago, right? And been paying thirty percent less, right? Yep. Absolutely. Um, and then the other part, which I think is huge, is the guarantee insurability, right? I mean, even if you don't have a ton of money at a young age, like get something in force. Get something enforced. That way it's there. That way if something bad does happen, you can increase the coverage or maybe you you know, transfer that over into a different type of policy. Whatever that is that guarantees your insurability. And, I mean, maybe you explain on what that actually means, the guarantee insurability. No, and that leads me into, or I had written down here, the benefits of life insurance, you know, mm-hmm. getting it for your kids. Yeah. And okay. that's, that's, that's a... Leads right into that. that. leads directly into that. And the reason that you want... You know, most people when they when they talk about getting life insurance for their kids, okay, and we're just being blunt here, um, it's if you're burying your kids, okay, which is the worst thing that a parent could ever have to do. Yep. 
All right, and they think, okay, well, I need to have enough coverage to, to have the funeral, mm-hmm. all right? $15,000, $20,000. That's great, okay? And if that's what you get, that, that's great. You've got that in place. But if you insure, and I'll just use Macklin and Asher, for yeah. example, okay? Yeah. Three, they were two and four whenever, whenever we opened up our policies. And we did permanent policies on them that run us about 30 bucks a month per, per kid, Okay, and it was how much a, coverage is that? One hundred fifty thousand dollars, and it's a it's a index universal life policy. Okay. So you pay thirty bucks a month per kid per kid for a hundred and fifty thousand dollar policy. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now, two reasons why why and one hundred fifty thousand isn't a ton, but that's more than most parents probably have on their kids. Most parents, I when I personally have seen this, most parents have twenty five to fifty thousand per kid, and they're usually paying twenty to thirty bucks a month. So if anybody's listening to this. I did not know they were that cheap um, on your end. Yep. So that's that's amazing. But anyways, go and, on. And those are whole life. Those are those are index universal life policies, which we'll we'll talk about the details of that stuff later on. But the key here is you said guaranteed insurability. Yep. I wanted to have something that was in budget for us, but I wanted it to be enough coverage for Macklin and Asher to where if one of them gets cancer or one of them gets diagnosed with diabetes or one of them something happens, you know, whether it's two years from now whether they're teenagers, whatever it is, they will always have a guaranteed insurability amount of $150,000, which still in the grand scheme of things isn't a ton of money when they get older, but that's better than nothing. Correct. Plus, these are policies that at any point in time, after they're 18 years old, I can literally pass on to them and they've got them, okay? And they own them, they, and, and because their whole life, because they're collecting and accumulating cash value, there's a lot of benefits to that part too. Mm-hmm. So. I, it was, yeah, coverage for Amanda and I if if, our, if we lost our one of our kids, Correct. but it was more so thinking about their future mm-hmm. and their own life insurance, you know, needs later on is, yeah. is the main reason that I did it. And one thing to add to that, which I think is really cool, is that, I mean, they own the like like you said at eighteen or whatever the time you want to if you want to mm-hmm. transfer the the ownership over, they own the policy at that time, right? So they can cash that policy out, right? Mm-hmm. If they want, they can, that can almost be used as a graduation gift or a college, you know, um, savings account, whatever you want to call it. it. It's got options with it. And that's the beautiful part about it as well. Um, and you're, you're not just killing one bird with one stone, you know what I mean? You're killing two birds with one stone, two or three birds with one stone realistically. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's the other part and we'll go into depth with that another time, but that's another huge deal. I feel like is you get the death benefit coverage for the kid in case something happens at a very young age, you get the guaranteed insurability, and then you also get the, the options with the cash built up in the policy yep. at a very, very, <laughs> I mean, most people are putting 30 bucks a month into it's a savings account that's earning them. It's actually going probably down in value actually in 18, 20 years. So, yeah, and, and it's, it's super tempting when we're talking about this to go down the, the the piece of it. But that that's, the difference is it's tax-free too. Correct. Okay, so it's tax-free for them. Yeah. And, you know, some of you maybe have seen our, our, our posts about like, you know, infinite banking a little bit. We've talked about it. Yep. And even that small policy, mm-hmm. how many kids when they go to college, they get a new car? At that point, both of those kids are going to have roughly, I don't know the exact amount, but they'll probably have between $7,500 and $10,000 mm-hmm. of accumulated value. Yep, at that, minimum. At minimum, that if they would have went to a bank and said, hey, Dad, I'm going to go get a, a car loan, mm-hmm. they've already got a bank set up to go get a car loan and start paying themselves back mm-hmm. off of $30 a month for 16 years. Yep. So 
it's it's freaking awesome okay but yeah. that we're getting it we're the, the the main thing that we're talking about right now is why we need life insurance why it's good to get it as young as you can why parents should look at getting it for their kids mm-hmm. and there's a lot of really cool things that you can set up for them um besides just getting something that's only going to cover yeah. you know final expenses yep um i think you know i've got written down here too just talk about different types of life insurance so let's just start at the basics and 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 okay. the, the different types of it you know and and I'll start with the term. I mean, the term is very basic, right? It's, 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 it's exactly what it sounds like. You have a, you have a policy in place for a c- certain amount of time, a term, right? Um, I, I kind of compare this to like renting a home, okay? You're renting a home. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's typically, maybe not necessarily in this market, but typically it's less than, than buying a home, right? So you're renting a home. You have it for you know 10 20 30 years that rate is typically going to be fixed it's not going to go up as you get older it's not going to go down it's going to stay the exact same rate um the main reason for that type of policy is is what we were talking about at the beginning is that is that income protector okay that that you know that debt payoff um you know anything from that standpoint and the reason why i say that is because it is so inexpensive to have I mean, you could have two, three, four million dollars of the coverage, and it's super realistically super affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just how you justify things and, and what where you put your money towards. Um, I will tell you that, just to put it this way, most people I would say under thirty five could easily get one to two million dollars worth of life insurance on a term basis for about the same amount of money that they're paying on their car insurance. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? I mean, for full coverage on a brand new truck. Absolutely. Right, which yeah. I see a lot of people driving around brand new vehicles. You could literally, and that's not even the car payment. That's the, just the insurance on that vehicle. Yeah. So um, very doable, right? Very, very, very doable. Um, but yeah, that's that's going to be the main, that's going to be their term. I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like. The other part with that is you get the guarantee insurability with mm-hmm. those terms. So if something happens and you only have X amount of years to live and your term is going to expire, well, you can take that policy and you can convert it to a policy that'll last you, you know, the rest of your life yep. if, if you want. So it gives you the options. Um, the other part, and this is something that is very cool with the with our policies, is that we have, you know, the extra riders built in. Absolutely. Yep. And I'm gonna let you talk on that one because you're really good at explaining those. But those are huge. Those are when we're comparing policies to, you know, uh, really any competitors, right? I mean, ours will blow them out of the water every single day. And how many times did you hear me say, you know, whenever we switched over here and, and opened up the brokerage, how much I thought we would leave all of our life insurance policies with the you know current company we were had all of our, all of ours with, and um, that was not the case at all. Mm-hmm. It actually did not only did we save extra money, but we blew the value of the wa- of those policies out of the water as well, mm-hmm. which was awesome. So, anyways, yeah, explain the explain the riders. Yeah, and just and so just the the easiest way on term. Term is going to be the most coverage for the smallest amount of money. Yep. Okay. So simple as that. And and you know if you get a thirty year term and you're twenty five years old, it's taking you to fifty five. Yep. And at fifty five, you can either keep paying on that policy and the rates are going to go way up, or you can convert it and it's going hold. You can turn, you know, convert it forever. Yeah, that's my <laughs> shaking airplane footsie. So the riders. Okay. So most people also with term and and let's just say this, most term policies don't pay out. Okay, most term policies that you get, not going to pay. Yeah, and and that's 
guys, that's not a bad thing. Congratulations, you, yep. you, you, you're still living at yep. you know, 65, 70 years old, yep. so that's good. Um, but most people think, okay, well, the only way I'm using that death benefit is if I die, and mm-hmm. you're not the one using it, your family is, okay? Right. So let's Which say take you- take it a step back. You do not buy life insurance for yourself. Correct. You buy life insurance for other people, for the loved ones that you have around you. So a person who says they don't need life insurance. I'll say it. Selfish. 100%. Selfish. It's absolutely selfish. Very selfish. It's one of the most selfish moves that anybody could make by not buying a life insurance policy. And that's just facts. Because you don't have to deal with the... You don't have to deal with everything after you're gone, right? You leave it to your wife, your mom, your your family, your your you know whoever that might be. So, I know one for sure on my end, and this is another reason why I, I mean, probably overinsured, worth way more dead than I am alive. But I know going to bed every night if something does happen to me, everybody around me in my family and in my any close group is going to be a hundred percent financially taken care of. Gosh dang, that makes me feel better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, no, that's true. I mean, I mean, dude. And that's not the case. Like, I, I literally, I'm not saying I live a riskier life because of that, but it's like, gosh dang, man. Like, that is a good feeling going to bed at night knowing that if something bad does ever happen, you get into a car accident, whatever it is. We had that claim just a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Somebody got into an accident. They had their policy in place for about two or three, four... 17 days. 17 days? Was that what it was? They had their policy for 17 days. Dying. <laughs> it was a terrible situation. I mean, yeah. $400,000 payout. Yep. So. Yeah, so the riders, though. Okay, so when Jake's talking about the riders, you don't have to... You, there's there's certain situations um, and there's four different there's four different types and it's you know if there's a critical illness okay mm-hmm. or a terminal illness uh, critical injury those, these types of things to where you know if you, if there's two out of the six daily things or you know I guess the ability to function as a as a human that you do on a daily basis if two out of those six things are limited mm-hmm. so like eating dressing yourself going to the restroom um, bathing mm-hmm. um, vision is included hearing driving all those things if those things are, are are hindered okay you have the access to the cash that's in the policy yep all right now obviously those riders the longer you're paying on the policy the more that the more that's going to be available to you um, you know down the road mm-hmm. but that's a really really big deal and most life insurance companies those things are available but they're not available they're, they're add-ons correct you know they're charging you an extra eight bucks a month for each one all right, which adds up, okay? So those are included with all the policies that, that, that we sell and that we write. Um, right. So those are really, really good. On the term, well, actually on the, on the, on it, actually on all Everything. the policies, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's good. And I was mind blown with that because they usually do, they cost a lot. I mean, we can't necessarily sell it as like a disability policy or anything like that from a compliance standpoint, but I mean, they act close to it, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, so yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Um, that I was not even aware of that we had, you know, that was even out there in the market. So, sure. Okay, so we talked about term. Okay, mm-hmm. we talked about the riders and stuff. Um, Talk so, about the whole. So the next piece. Okay, so everybody knows that you got you got term policies and you got permanent policies. Mm-hmm. All right, and this is where there's been. If you have any clue or have looked at find, you know, mm-hmm. Dave Ramsey. Um, Looking at your financial planning, if you're if you're interested in money at all, yep. you've you've seen a debate, okay? Yep. 
you you only buy term okay you never buy permanent and my in my life i've been through kind of some ups and downs with my opinions on this and the opinion that i have now is there is absolutely no right way to do it okay there is no one size fits all and everybody has a different plan now where it all comes into play and where none of it will work no financial plan it doesn't matter if you believe in investing in your Roth IRA and buying term life insurance versus investing in real estate and going into debt and leveraging that debt to make more. Mm-hmm. None of that matters if you don't have a plan and you don't right. stick to it. And you can't take a blanket plan and pick and choose the things that you want to do and not completely commit to that plan. Absolutely. Right? It's like building a house. You can't just skip certain things that you don't want. If you're like, oh, well, I don't want to build this wall here or that wall there or whatever it is it doesn't work like that Mm -hmm. right like you got to build the whole dang thing for it to be a complete house same thing with these plans right if you're going to have a plan completely commit to that plan Mm -hmm. and and follow it Mm -hmm. right don't pick and choose oh i don't want to do this i don't want to do that i'd like this i like this no it's got to be all in or all nothing realistically not okay to take a step back not all in or nothing it's going to be have to be all in or you're not going to get the full advantages of that for sure plan. for sure that's a better way probably to put and it. just to be clear we are we are big proponents of both types okay yeah. proponents of both types of life insurance okay so and we're not going to go super in depth on on whole but basically whole it's going to cost you more money mm-hmm. okay so a two million dollar term policy is going to cost way less than if you were to go get two million dollars in a permanent policy right by a lot yep okay that's an obvious thing yep all right there are, it's a completely different reason that you buy a, a permanent policy. It's probably what, 10, 10x more? Probably around there, maybe not quite, but it's- Eight to 10x, depending on the age. It's pretty close. I mean, I'd say for somebody like our age, it's probably- Yeah. Let's say it's close. It probably is, yeah. It's, it's probably about 10 to, times more expensive. Yeah, eight to 10 times more. Okay, so, it, but it's a policy that's gonna last you forever, mm-hmm. as long as you continue to fund it. Correct. Now, everybody, if you know about permanent life insurance, whether it's whole life or whether it's an you know index universal life, which is what we f- focus most of our stuff on, mm-hmm. all right, it's going to accumulate cash value that yeah. you have access to throughout the policy, all right. And one thing I want to be clear here on is when when anybody that looks at cash value in a life insurance policy mm-hmm. versus the the accumulated value and what what is there and accessible to you. Mm-hmm. So we had some te- technical difficulties and. That's why we're sitting next to each other now. Yep. But we were talking about permanent policies and having cash value and the, the amount of cash that you have available to you in those policies. So right. just review, they go they go forever as long as you fund them and all the cash that's being accumulated, that's growing inside that policy, either with dividends that are getting paid back if it's a whole life policy or with interest, yep. um, you know, in, with, with, it, with it being an index policy, you're making money. Okay, it's growing for you and it's growing tax-free, yep. all right? So the benefits of this though is that you have cash that you're, you know, that's available to you to borrow from yourself, okay? And I hear, I've heard this before, they say, okay, well, you're, you're paying interest back to, you know, you're still paying interest on that. You are, but you're paying it back to yourself, okay? And you're paying, your, you're paying yourself interest versus paying the bank. the bank or whoever you were getting a loan from the interest that you would have lost and never gotten back. Correct. And while you're doing that, your money is continuing to grow at the, at, let's say you've got $20,000 available and you, you borrow 10, 
it's not like ten thousands left in there and that's the only amount that's growing you're still growing at twenty thousand dollars yep right yep because the life insurance company is using your basically cash value or your your you know the cash that you've built up in the policy is collateral yep right so so there is a very very big you know I don't know that's a big topic that, that yeah. we're tackling and that we are really utilizing and, and, and teaching people about um, that honestly I've, I've always known about permanent policies I've always known about cash value and, and dividends and this and that but I there's so many ways that I'm learning yeah um, that, that that we're gaining knowledge about well um, and I think the big thing as well is that it's I mean realistically you have a term policy and you have a whole life policy right mm-hmm it's really, there's two different types of policies. I mean, realistically, right now I know there's more in depth oh, yeah. with this or in depth with that, but when you get into the whole life or the IULs and all that, like, it's how you structure them. It's how you engineer those policies, right? That that is the determining factor with some of these arguments and you know, uh, you know, debates that you see out there. Um, and it's all about it's all about how you engineer the policy, realistically. That's a good point. Um, and that's why. When somebody says whole life policies are crap or term is crap, honestly, I lost all credibility for that person right there because every situation is different and every person's need is different and every policy realistically can be set up different. Absolutely. So it's as simple as that. Um, Like I'm not gonna sit here and say that one is better than the other because they all have their different needs all the way across the board. and I hate when people say that, um, you know, I watched a video one time and this guy was like, yeah, that's, you know, whole life, po- whole life policies is a scam. You know who that was? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. And it's, it's one, like, it's it, one that most people, uh, or a lot of people respect. Yeah. Respect. And it's, it's just absolutely mind blowing that, uh, you know, someone can say stuff like that. So anyways, it's, uh, it's about, it, there's types of policies, which is what we've talked about today. And then there is how to engineer those policies, um, which is stuff that we're figuring out on our end um, for every situation possible out there. So For sure. So yeah, don't ever let somebody tell you that a term policy is dog shit, a whole life policy is a scam. Um, if they are, they don't know how, they, how to actually engineer those policies or how to use those the most efficient way. Um, and you're talking to the wrong guy. Yeah, and they're taking, like you said earlier, a blanket statement. They're taking a blanket you know, idea yep. or opinion of something, and they're applying it to the to the entire you know the entire yep. landscape of life insurance. So, and I I'll be the first to admit that I've been that person before. Well, we've gotten into things before yeah. in our earlier. I mean, in our early absolutely 20s, like where we just disagreed on we were I was on this end, you were on that end, and I didn't know a lot about that end, and I don't know if you knew a lot about this end, and we just didn't know. And that's how you go at it. And now, as you gain more knowledge. Now we can meet in the middle and say, no, like there is a need for every single type that we are talking about. So anyway, we're wrapping it up guys. Camera just quit on us. Yep. But bottom line is we covered why you need life insurance, uh, the different, you know, what age you should get life insurance, which the answer is get it as early as you can, at least something in place um, early on. And then we talked a little bit about the different types of life insurance. And we're gonna be talking a lot more about some of the higher level, kind of the things that we were kind of tiptoeing around a little bit or beating around the bush on or not really going super, super in depth with uh, because it's some really, really awesome strategies that we have been able to help a lot of people with um, and we're helping more and more with. So um, thank you for listening. Sorry for the technical difficulties. We'll get that figured out, Uh, but we'll see you at episode 16. Sounds good.
All right.